Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Israel 
Ganze Frieden wird mein Gehen in Mikwe. Gehen Sie, mein Mund ist weiter Bundes. Die Schachris wird mein Nuntin, alle sind Filin. Trinken alle Chaim in dem Tunnel. Boische Rabbeni wird da ruhig auf der Bühne. Da schön ein Fahrenschirische Teure. Aha, na koyen Wettin, die Abbeute. Und sind in der Heilige Menäure. Der noch wird mein Gehen zu Schirin.
in so many ways It causes all the grass to grow and the sun to shine on the days Ooh, every day's another sign for everyone to see But it takes a man to see his plan for all that's meant to be Show to them the hand of our shame. Yes, it was clear to them. But those who don't see are those who refuse to see. And those who don't hear are those who refuse to Cry for us 
shed a tear for your dear children. cry for us again. Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? If you raise your sweet voice now as then, the day will come. Mamirach will cry for us again. Won't you shed a tear for your dear children? There are among us those with empty arms who long to fill the void with the wondrous charms of a child, a life to have and hold, to love and cherish dear, to watch its world unfold. No, we cannot understand. Our hearts can't feel, our minds can't comprehend Only stirred to show respect For the purest form of faith that they possess They still see sunshine in the rain Plant the seed on parched terrain For they trust in heart and mind That no tear is shed in vain Can we achieve the same? Can we achieve the same? J.M. in the A.M. There you have it. Michal Przanski with a medley entitled Hand of Hashem here at J.M. in the A.M. 
Uh, before that, Eitan Katz with Azamra, Vieda, done by Shlomo Katz. Those are uh, Vieda words, of course, from um, the liturgy for the high holidays. Afrelich and Tishabov and Bench Bench, done by Avram Fried, Yaakov Shweki's Fast Medley. Lashana Abba from Shlomo Kalbach, Sandy Shmueli with the song Echad, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on this 30th day of August, day number 13 in the month of Elul, getting closer and closer to the brand new year. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Yesterday, we had a discussion on the air with uh, Rabbi Besser, Rabbi Yisrael Besser, about the um, the fact that... Uh, the fact that, um, oh, gosh, <laughs> the name escapes me for a moment. Ah, oh, the fact, you know what? Let me get this, let me get this right. Um, here we go. We had a conversation yesterday uh, about the fact that Ramiluch Biederman, no, I couldn't think of his name, has never left Israel. And I mentioned on the air that I have a relative that's never left Israel. And sure enough, uh, we confirmed overnight that that relative has never had a passport, lives in Israel without a passport. And I said, how ironic. So many people in diaspora, especially in the United States after World War II, have slept with their passports, you know, knowing exactly where their passports are. You know, that's the last thing you want, chas v'sholem is not to have your passport at the ready if uh, if uh, Jewish communities have to flee. And it's always been a consideration as we live here in the United States, etc. And now, those who live in Israel could actually be without a passport and sleep very well at night. And I thought that was uh, an irony or a situation worth noting as we uh, think about, sometimes it's hard to see the miraculous nature of life today. But it is miraculous when you think about it. Uh, those who are um, making their permanent home in Israel, if, if they choose, especially if they don't have relatives outside of Israel, makes it even easier. If they choose, they never, ever have to leave the Holy Land. And yesterday, Yisrael Besser said to us that there were people, rabbinic leaders from this area of the world, that actually went to Israel to try to convince Rabbi Lechbiderman to get to uh, an event outside of Israel. And eventually he refused. He, he he heard their argument, and then he refused. And um, and I said, I commented on the air. Someone asked me this last night at the uh, Weinberger Axelrod wedding, Mazal Tov, to the Hassan and Kala. Uh, someone asked, said to me last night that um, that they had heard my comment regarding. Uh, regarding the effort to get Ramilech Biederman to leave Israel for an event in the diaspora. And I said on the air, I would not want to be that person. I would not want to be that person who convinced Ramilech Biederman to leave Israel for the first time. Wouldn't want to be that person. Anyways, we were discussing that. Uh, obviously, some of these themes make an impact, make people think. And I thought yesterday's conversation with Israel Besser really had a lot of elements to it uh, that, um, that in fact, do make people think. And those of you out there who missed yesterday's conversation, check out the archive section, nachomsegel.com, the NSN app, 
There's a lot of uh, amazing material there in that conversation that's worthwhile, especially for this time of year for Elul and Tishrei. JM and the AM, good morning all. Thanks for joining us. Final week before we get to Labor Day. A lot of schools are already in session, so we are uh, heading to work and school this morning with JM and the AM, and I thank you for doing so. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. More coming up. The Stamen family is next at JM and the AM. Ra 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 
a.m. in the a.m. It's Aryeh Kunstler and uh, Elif Arechev. JMNAM, good morning all. Thanks for joining us. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSiegel.com. On the Nachum Siegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Before Arye Kunstler was the Stamen family with Colin Shama and the Aish Kodesh Nigun here at JM in the AM. Um, a reminder the uh, Chesed page is up. It's in memory of Yankee Meyer. Someone sent me the most amazing video yesterday. Uh, a whole, all the, the entire video is still pictures of Yankee Meyer in action for Miss Askim and all the other. Um, Hatsala and all the other amazing organizations that he uh, that he was such an important component of. Just amazing, frankly. Um, anyway, so that was a uh, that was something. Anyways, our our uh, Chesed page is done. Le'ilu Nishmas Yanki Meyer. Go to nachumsegel.com slash Chesed. Yanki Meyer's page again the one that uh, we've dedicated to his memory is nachomsegel.com slash chesed nachomsegel.com slash chesed and um it's an opportunity to uh to do some chesed before the brand new year begins a lot of people in need before rosh hashanah and sukkis and there's a whole list of different things you can contribute to and be part of including the sukkah shadchan that's right I saw Doc Weiss yesterday by coincidence after the show. Pretty amazing. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Galei Tzal, Mirushalayim, Asha'a 2. Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Yehonatan Grill, Im, Ma Shekore Achshav. לאחר דבריו של שר המשפטים לוין נגד היועצת המשפטית לממשלה, יושב ראש המחנה הממלכתי גנץ טוען, המטרה של לוין היא לפטר את היועמשית. אני מבקש לחזק את היועצת המשפטית לממשלה שעומדת איתן על שלטון החוק ומי שהחליטו לפרק אותו. היא נשארת משרתת ציבור נאמנה. מירתו של שר המשפטים יריב לוין מהבוקר מניחה את הבסיס לרצונה של הממשלה להביא לפיטוריה של היועצת המשפטית לממשלה ואחריות לכך ישל נתניהו. טוב עושה היועצת המשפטית לממשלה שמשרתת את הציבור ושלטון החוק ולא רק מייצגת את הממשלה. זה תפקידה. מדבריו הביא כתבנו יובל סגב. מוקדם יותר היום, שר המשפטים תקף את בערב מיארה על רקע עמדתה בדבר העתירה לאי כינוס הוועדה לבחירת שופטים ואמר, עמדתך קיצונית, את מתייצבת לצד העותרים. מדובר בסין נוסף של יחס מזלזל ללא בדל של ניסיון לתמוך בעמדתי, ולכן אני רואה את עצמי כמי שלא מיוצג בעתירות. ידיעה שמסרה כתבתנו לענייני משפט, תמר שונמי. פיגוע דריסה בהר חברון. מחבל האיץ עם רכבו לעבר לוחמי הנדסה קרבית של צה"ל בצומת 200 סמוך ליישוב בית חגי, בזמן שהיו במשימת אבטחה של הצומת. אחד הלוחמים נפצע באורח קל ופונה לטיפול רפואי בבית חולים. הלוחמים הגיבו בירי של מספר כדורים לעבר רכבו של המחבל, והוא נפצע קשה ופונה גם הוא לבית החולים סורוקה בבאר שבע. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. הערב תתקיים בתל אביב הפגנת מחאה נוספת נגד התנהלות הפרקליטות בחקירת מותו של רפאל עדנה בן הארבע בתאונת פגע וברח. 
זיו עדנה, אביו של רפאל, שוחח עם אמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל. לא נעשה פעולות חקירה בנהליות, לא נבדקו המצלמות בבניין, מי החזיר את האוטו, מי יצא מהאוטו, מי נכנס לבניין, גם הפרקליטות אמרה את זה, וכאילו הם מודים בזה שהמשטרה לא לקחו את המצלמות. כאילו בן אדם בא, דורץ מישהו, מפקיר אותו שם וממשיך את החיים שלו, כאילו לא קרה כלום. ההפגנה שתהיה היום זה לא לעדה האתיופית, זה כל אב וכל אם שבאמת יש להם ילדים, וכואב להם, לא עניין של עדה, צבע או משהו כזה. חבר הכנסת גלעד קריב ממפלגת העבודה נפגש אתמול ברמאללה עם מקורבי יושב ראש הרשות אבו מאזן. בשיחה עם יעל דן סיפר חבר הכנסת קריב כי גם הנושא הסעודי עלה במהלך פגישתו. בניגוד למה ששמענו מהפלסטינים סביב הסכמי אברהם, סביב הסיפור הסעודי שמעתי חד משמעית גישה אחרת. גם אמירה שלהם שלדעתם בניגוד לאמירויות, הסעודים לא יכולים להתקדם בלי משהו בעניין הפלסטיני בגלל המעמד שלהם בעולם המוסלמי וגם אמירה מצידם שהם לא שוללים התנאה מחודשת של איזשהו תהליך של בניית אמון סביב הנושא הסעודי גבר בן 71 נפצע קשה מדקירם בקריית התא צוות מד"א פינה אותו לבית החולים רמב"ם בחיפה כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל מוסר כי נסיבות האירוע נחקרות ומזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות, בעיקר בהרים ובפנים הארץ. תורגש הכבדה בעומס החום. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. He actually just conducted an interview with one of the most sought-after people in this country. Uh, no joke. I'm being serious about that. When you, when you hear about it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so he'll, he's going to be joining us coming up right here at the JMN. That'll be about, uh, let me get this right, that'll be about 7.35 in that area. He's in the United States until later this afternoon, heading back to Israel and again. Uh, he's got a couple of interesting things to share with us, and we'll do that in this 7 o'clock hour right here at JM in the AM. Thanks for joining us on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Great to have you aboard, and I thank you for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Don't 
Mama, mama. 
JM in the AM. Mati Feldman with uh, Nigun Melech here at JM in the AM. Good morning, all. Welcome to a Wednesday. Uh, before that, Ellie Marcus with Kianu Amecha. Words from the High Holiday Liturgy in this month of Elul. Done, done, done by David Gabe to open up the hour here at JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome. It's JM in the AM for the 30th day of August, day number 13 in the month of Elul. Don't forget our... Uh, Brothers and sisters in the Ukraine who need basic necessities for Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. Office of Chief Rabbi.org slash Nahum. Office of Chief Rabbi.org slash Nahum for information. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Please keep in mind Shalom Avraham Ben Peshalea. Shalom Avraham Ben Peshalea for Ofur Shlema. Your help with that is greatly appreciated. Final week before Labor Day, getting closer and closer to the brand new year. And thanks for joining us here at JM in the AM. Um, I, um, I've invited Ariel Kahana, Yisrael Hayom, onto the airwaves. He'll be with us about 15 minutes from now. He's just interviewed one of the most sought-after guests in the United States of America. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, I'm saying it, but not really. You'll see what I mean when we speak to him about 15 minutes from now right here at JM in the AM. אני אחד שאומר שאם לא נעים זה לא נורא היו לי קשיים אז תדע שביקשתי שתבוא כבר תראה לי מי אני בכלל גם אם לא תמיד הכי מושלם מחכה כאן שתגיע שיורד הלילה קשה בלעדיך אני לא יכול אני לא יכול כשאתה איתי כל רגע אני בידיך מרגיש כמו גדול, מרגיש כמו גדול
Don't you leave I don't ever so shy 
J.M. in the A.M. at some Morty Weinstein with that uh, selection of Nilo Dodi in honor of the month of Elul here at J.M. in the A.M. Maydad Tassa before that, Leif Chazak, Nigun Melech done by Mati Feldman here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday broadcast. It's J.M. in the A.M. Pleasure to welcome you aboard. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um... We're not sure yet about live lunch for today. Yossi's why could drop under the weather. Uh, he may not be hosting today. Uh, but we will certainly uh, uh, present the show if he's able to do it. And obviously he'll be on at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM in the AM with a uh, Wednesday live lunch. That's a drop up in the air, but we'll... Uh, Keep a close eye and close. keep a close ear. Our friends at A&H remind you that the grilling season, which is never over. I mean, those people who grill on the sukkahs when it's not Shabbos, those folks that, um, that have no problem barbecuing when there's snow on the ground, they'll tell you the season's never over. But I'm telling you that there are a lot of people who uh, reserve their grilling, their delicious barbecuing, for this time of year, and once Labor Day hits, it's, you know, a little more rare, to so to speak. Uh, so, with that in mind, make sure you get plenty of delicious A&H products. They're fantastic sausage, they're wonderful hot dogs in so many different varieties, and they're incredible knockwurst that I continue to recommend. And every single person who takes my recommendation, they just can't stop thanking me. Head to your store, your local supermarket with a great A&H display, or, of course, a kosher supermarket that has a major A&H display and get all the delicious meat products you need and you want. Uh, go to kosherdogs.net. Use promo code radio for your 10% discount on all A&H products. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And that, as we like to say, is an understatement. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zevner of Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basarios of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the parasha, Moshe Rabbeinu counted them based on the word of Hashem. What does this mean, based on the word of Hashem? Rashi HaKadosh tells us, that Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, how am I supposed to go into every person's tent in order to count them? Hashem told Moshe, you do yours and I'll do mine. We learn that Moshe Rabbeinu stood outside the opening of the tent while the Shekhinah preceded him and the Baskol told him the exact count of the people. Harav Mordechai Liyohu asks, if Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to count the people, in fact, it really was beyond his ability. So why didn't Hashem just tell him the number of people to begin with? Why did he have to go out to each tent? The answer is that Hashem wanted Moshe Rabbeinu to have the merit of counting the people. Therefore, he personally had to do everything in his power to do so. Once he did, Hashem took care of the rest. We say in Tehillim, Hashem yigmor ba'adi, Hashem will complete it for me. Once Moshe Rabbeinu put in the effort to come close to the tent, Hashem did his part. It is told that were 10 great Talmidei Chachomim, they were traveling from Iraq to Eretz Yisrael. At one point, however, one of the Talmidei Chachomim became ill. He had to remain behind in one of the towns to recuperate. The other nine continued on their journey. When it was time for Mincha, some of the Chachamim felt 
that since there were only nine of them, there was no other yid around in the desert, they would have to daven without a minion, b'yechidus. However, there was one tzaddik named Tzadka Hutsin. He said, wait, we have to at least try to daven with a minion. We have to do our part, and Hashem will do his. In the middle of the desert, he began to shout, Minion, 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 looking for another yid to join a minion. A few minutes later, they saw a figure approaching from afar. It seemed to be that someone was answering their call. However, when he started to come closer, they saw that the person looked like an Arab with a long sword in his hand. They were afraid that this was perhaps a thief that was coming to rob them. As he approached, one asked the other, Hadadidan? Olodidan, is he on our side or is he not on our side? The one that was approaching said, Didan, Didan, I'm on your side, I'm on your side. They were shocked to hear the answer. He said, I am Jewish. I had no idea that I would ever find a minion in the middle of the desert. As it says in Tehillim, Hashem yigmar ba'adi, Hashem will complete it for me. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
Kunstler and Company. Uh, we call it Sahal. Um, he performed that. Or actually, it was it was sung at a Tzal event recently and uh, quite an emotional response from the soldiers, as you might suspect. Call it to Arye Kunstler for putting that one together. JM and the AM, it's a Wednesday morning broadcast. We're live here on a Wednesday. And the senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom, Ariel Kahana is traveling in the United States. He's actually heading back to Israel today. He's only been here for a couple of days, and he's had a pretty interesting couple of days. On tw- excuse me, on Twitter, if you want to follow him, it's at Arik3000, at A-R-I-K-3000. Again, he uh, is senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom. Shalom, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning to you and to your listeners. Appreciate that nice very to be much. Quite close to you. Yeah, welcome to America. We're actually in the same state, which is pretty funny. Um, so, yeah. I, I know some people. Some people might find this hard to believe, especially those who don't travel to Israel on a regular basis. But there is a fascination in Israel, not just among Anglo Jews, not just among North Americans. There's a fascination with the electoral process here in the United States. Would you agree with that? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you when 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 I you know bring some stories or I talk about the elections you have here in America, uh, people are interested. Many people, more or less, like as if it's Israeli politics. Not everyone, but uh, many Israelis, as you said, even non. American uh, regionally who are very very interested in in the politics here. It, it tells you, I believe, how much the nations and the countries are uh, close. And, we and, do feel the as if the fifty-one states. Yeah, and it's funny because not that it's that complicated, but it does take some effort to understand how the primaries work, the timing, because obviously we're over a year before the next general election, the primaries, the timing, the caucuses, um, the, the Super Tuesday, like that, the conventions. I mean, there's a lot of different nuances, a lot of different things that go into the American electoral process, even Election Day itself. You know that it's really states in 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 particular uh, whose votes are counted, as opposed to uh, you know the general public's votes that are being counted, or that you know are the most important. So, 
Uh, you know, just like for us here, it takes time for people to understand the system uh, of the Israeli election. It's got to take some time for the average Israeli just to understand how it works here. Am I right? Yes, and tell you the truth, I think most Israelis, and definitely took me many years to understand, but I believe most Israelis, including, including those who do follow the elections here, I think when it goes to the bottom to understand that the, the democratic systems of both, both countries are so, so different, I think that's a point that Americans who like Israel or maybe dislike Israel as well do not really understand. And, and as otherwise, as well, I think uh, uh, Israelis, I mean, of course, you are a democracy, Israel is a democracy, but, but the system is so deeply different. Right. I mean, just the, you, you have the, the winner takes it all, which doesn't exist in, in our system. Uh, to us, you know, it's, um, it, it's, it's uh, I mean, if, if, you, if you voted and, and, or you got enough votes, so you are in the parliament, it, it's not two parties, uh, we have no counties. It's so, so different, but, uh, but so that I'm not sure all Israelis really uh, understand how it's, it's meaningful right. when, when we speak about democracy. But, and, uh, but again, people are following. In fact, it's funny because in Israel, whenever an effort's been made to duplicate one or more of the aspects of the American election, that's always proven to be a failure. Like when they went to direct elections to their prime minister, which of course was a you know carbon copy of, of that part of our American system, it, it, it turned out to be a failure. It turned out to you know to discourage people from keeping that system. They went back to the old system. You're right. You're right. Um, but you know, I, I tell you, Nachum, because because that, that's an issue. I deal a lot with. If you try to compare which system is is more broken or, or better. I, th- I think it's a, it's a tough question because <laughs> to me and 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 yeah and and I'll I'll be very frank because to me for example I'll, I'll give you just a point that maybe you will be surprised but the fact that you are uh, uh, every ten years uh, remapping the counties right and therefore you actually might know let's say correct me if I'm wrong about eighty percent of the counties which with will it going to be a Republican or a Democratic one right. To me, I must say it raised a lot, a lot of questions. Or I mean, I mean, I mean if you know the results oh, from yeah. the beginning, of course. Yeah, so, yeah, but, okay. Yeah, so we do, to, we mm-hmm. totally agree with you. I mean, it's part of the it's part of the old saying. You know, it's a horrible system, but it's the best one we got. Like you know, it's it's terrible, and it, and and, and and it obviously can lead to a lot of corruption and plenty of questions, as you said. Uh, but this is what we have here in the U.S. Ariel Kahana is with us, senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom. He's here now in the United States, staying until later today. So, um, one of the you know one of the aspects of our American electric, uh, electoral system or our American electorate uh, that always fascinates people in Israel uh, are the personalities. I mean, there's always a fan favorite. I mean, Trump obviously was you know off the charts. When it came to support in Israel, I know not everybody, and obviously those who supported him were much louder than those who didn't. I get the whole thing. Uh, but there's always some personality that uh, people take notice of. And as you know, there's now in the United States a personality who over the last 10 days or so, uh, over the last week actually, has all of a sudden uh, propelled himself uh, to, I wouldn't say the front of the pack, but certainly to the front of media attention. Most people couldn't pronounce his name or even had heard of him before last 
last week's Wednesday night debate, and now all of a sudden he's a star. And when you told me that you had a uh, an interview that you sought him, you sought you you sought him out and actually uh, it, it, uh, and actually conducted an interview uh, with him, I said to myself, "Wow, uh, doesn't this, of course." Uh, prove the old um, uh, theory that uh, just like we in America, uh, you know, uh, all of a sudden are turned on by a certain candidate, it seems that people in Israel are as well. So tell us about the new fascination with the new personality who's burst onto the scene. And his name is Vivek Ramaswamy, which is really how to pronounce definitely <laughs> for me as an Israeli. Yeah. So, so as you said, Nahum, I, I had uh, a privilege to interview him as I did with other candidates uh, before. Uh, I went to uh, Columbus, Ohio on Monday uh, to his headquarters, and then we had about a 30 minutes interview. He's definitely a fascinating person, um, very smart, very charismatic, very nice, I must say, um, and very, very energetic. And, uh, and, you know, and, and I was questioning mainly about Israeli issues because that's my perspective and that's what is important for me. So, first of all, he wanted to fix the impression uh, about the question uh, or, or the attacks he got about whether or not uh, to give Israel uh, security aid. So, actually, what he said, and in my opinion makes sense, is that first, and that's what he told me in the interview, first of all, as long as Israel will ask, for a security aid from America, if he is a president, he will give it. Uh, and even more, he said, in case Israel will want even more assistance with him, it's okay, because Israel is a friend. And by the way, some of his uh, uh, business career he did with Israelis. He, he said he visited the country many times and gave me a few names. So he's definitely coming, uh, when it comes to Israel, he is coming from uh, a positive point of view, that was my impression. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't be, you can't become a billionaire in biotech uh, space without having something to do with Israel, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably, probably that was his lesson, and and also he was talking about the uh, the armies that unite uh, people in Israel. I mean, I, I hope it's still true, but it used to be so for many years. And, uh, and and that it brings a national uh, identity for for many. Oh, Ariel, 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 please, so Ariel, please tell me it's true. Don't even, please, don't suggest that that's not true anymore. I I hope, I really hope. I I really hope as well. You know, we are uh, we are in some crisis now, some internal crisis. I hope we will overcome. But at the moment, uh, at the moment, uh, we are not in the best shape when it comes to to the army. And when when it comes to unity, but but I hope I hope we, we will uh, we will fix it in the future. Uh, we discussed it now in previous uh, conversations yeah. we had. Yeah. Uh, I was much optimistic, as you remember. Right. Uh, we are not there yet, but hopefully we will. Ariel Kahana is with us talking about his conversation with uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, who's of course running for president? I I was wondering about his whole entree into this whole issue of aid to Israel. 
I know that he has to separate himself from the other candidates, so he probably felt it's a good idea to just, you know, across the board um, declare that, you know, America is going to think many, many times before giving aid anywhere, Israel being one of the examples. I mean, obviously, as you're about to tell us, because there was another revelation that he that you had learned during this conversation with him, uh, he, he's trying to play the part of the candidate that, uh, that, that really wants to stay a little bit more, that wants the United States to stay a little bit more isolated. And obviously with Ukraine being, you know, in the headlines still, it, it's a very very popular sentiment in this country. In fact, it's funny. I'm surprised he even walked it back, frankly. I'm surprised he even you know, tried to explain what he would or wouldn't do with aid to Israel. I thought he was better off you know, remaining completely on the side of just you know, stopping all aid. But you know, the, the, pres- the pressure sometimes can be immense. Um, do you suspect, by the way, you said you've spoken to other candidates. Do you suspect that he went this route just to separate himself in terms of America being a little bit more isolated than taking a strong interest and in spending a lot of money in different parts of the world? I, I think, as you said, uh, he's a, a summarist, as you say this word. Uh, I mean, I mean, America first uh, is the way he calls it, and, and others are calling it. Right. Uh, he just, when he talked about Israel, he just, he just didn't took into account how much critics he will get, and not only from the media, but also from uh, Republican voters and, of course, uh, the other candidates. But, but speaking about his, uh, his worldview about uh, America's place in the world, I must say, Nahum, he surprised me a lot by saying that he will not use military force against Iran. Um, and, and, and with your permission, I, I want to I sure. be very accurate. Sure. So, so, so he repeated what he already said, I think, in, in the debate and, and in other uh, places about, uh, about ever, never not uh, letting Iran to hold a nuclear weapon. And of course, that is very positive. But then I was asking him, will he use a military force against Iran? Because history shows that the only way or the only time Iran stopped was when, it was, when Iran was afraid of the Bush administration during the Iraq war. So what he said about that, that actually, uh, uh, I'm quoting, it's not, it's not our war. I mean, it's not American, American war. And, 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 and let me read, if I can, uh, one or two Sentences and Ravasmami is saying the following. I think it's really important that the U.S. not put our own men and women on the line in a war with Iran, when in fact there is no reason for us to be in that kind of war now. And and another quote is Israel needs to be a strong in a strong position to defend itself, and the United States will be at Israel's back. But Ravasmami is saying I think. Uh, that uh, that's a very uh, very big difference, a uh, very big difference from automatically sleepwalking ourselves into a war. Uh, I am an anti-war president. Uh, it's important to be strong, but in a way that it doesn't uh, accidentally walk us into a war that we do not belong. Yeah. Um, uh, end of quoting. Um, I think it's a very surprising statement uh, by any American leader, but definitely a Republican one. Uh, I think it's not. It, it's a bad message to the region, but because in the Middle East, if you don't use force, uh, people just you know uh, don't afraid of you, and and it, it, it's it's a big signal to Iran. You can do whatever you want because we America will not mess with you. 
Uh, so actually, that's what Ramaswamy is saying. Uh, I mean, you live here. You tell me. Well, how I mean, the, the, the will, will react. The more important. Well, look, he has obviously a large constituency that is very upset about the involvement in the Ukraine. And if America would have taken the position that he's taking uh, vis-a-vis Iran with Ukraine, uh, America would have saved a lot of money, <laughs> which which the United States could really use right now, especially with the migrant situation. But what, what what's interesting mm-hmm. the, to me, the more important part is that um, he did make it clear, if I read your assessment correctly, he did make it clear that if Israel acts militarily against Iran, he is 100% behind Israel. And and frankly, yes. as much as we might take that for granted from other Democratic and Republican you know, government officials, for someone to say it outright like that is, is, is somewhat of a comforting feeling. I get it that he's not sending United States armed forces there, but at least he's letting Israel do what they have to do. And I don't know if Israel always felt that way. I don't know if they always felt that they had you know, carte blanche to do what was necessary against Iran. So that part of the uh, of, of his response to you was important to me. Uh, it's a fair point. It's yeah. a fair point. Uh, but 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 from, but from the other hand, I do have to tell you or remind you, if I may, that Obama and Trump and Biden, uh, the three of them, in one way or another, did threaten Iran to use American military uh, military force. So to me, uh, so to me, this uh, statement by Ramaswamy. Is again surprising, and I guess that you know other candidates uh, like uh, Nikki Haley or the something or the others uh, or others will attack him uh, about that once again. But uh, let's see, let's see where it goes to. Yeah, well, again, it might be a winning issue for him only because there are so many people in the Republican Party who you know voters who definitely agree with him, and if there's no other candidate taking a foreign policy stance like his. Uh, it might be it might be a victory for him. I don't mean a victory in in the election. I, I don't see him getting the nomination, but a victory in terms of uh, the issues. Um, Ariel Kahana is with us. So, did you cover the Adams trip to Israel, or that was not your assignment? Uh, please, please forgive me that I didn't. No, you, I'm not. I'm not requiring you to. I'm just curious what people. It, it, it's not. It's not. It's not my stuff. Yeah, I'm just curious what people in Israel, you know, how they reacted. Especially yesterday when you contacted me, you expressed an interest in in seeing in the New York area, uh, seeing with your own eyes what's happening with this whole migrant situation. Uh, people sleeping in the street, people, you know, overwhelming certain neighborhoods, etc. I know you actually wanted to go and see this with your own eyes. Are they following this story in Israel? Is the fact that we have an open border now that's affecting, you know, the majority? I don't want to. I don't know if this is accurate, but I'll put it this way: the majority of our fifty states are, are they following that story in Israel? So it's not a big story in Israel when it comes to uh, internal issues in America. Uh, uh, Israelis are not following that strongly. But uh, talking about my experience, Nahum, I went, I went to the Roosevelt Hotel, what, what used to be what was there. I mean, you told me the address. I didn't find there any immigrants sleeping on the streets. I mean, there was nothing, at least in my eyes, nothing unusual. I mean, you know, uh, um, uh, p- people in the street in New York, you, you, you have it, you had it always. So I didn't see any numbers or, or more than than I saw in, in previous visits 
here in the city. So maybe it's not in, in, in I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's in on other places. Well, yeah, you Manhattan. You came the wrong week. If that, if that was the tourist attraction you wanted maybe. to see, you came the wrong week because they were overwhelmed in that area. It's one of the reasons probably why it's empty now, because uh-huh. they made such an effort to get everybody out into these temporary shelters that are being built everywhere. Uh, and it's, you know, obviously, yeah. obviously angering a lot of people, as you can imagine, um, but, uh, look, the majority of New Yorkers are probably still for it, which is hard for certain people to believe, but, uh, that's the reality. Uh, they, you know, the political leaders don't have to act too strongly on this issue when they know they have the, you know, the majority of the electorate behind them. And, uh, if, if that vote actually took place today, I would assume that, um, that that sentiment would be reflected in the result. And that's again, hard to believe when you're a believer in strong borders, uh, in fact, I think he said it. I think when Ad- no, it wasn't Adams who was. Oh, and Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy said this in an interview. Yes. In an interview that I saw, that one of the things he admires about Israel is, th- is their border policy. <laughs> I th- Correct. And, yeah. and 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 he told me the same. He said the same thing. Yeah, I would imagine. And exactly. you know, and 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 what's yeah, yeah. and what's so great about Israel's border policy? It's normal. It's like it's it's the normal pattern of behavior for a country that's trying to secure its borders and allow people in, but allow them in with a system, allow allow them in with some rhyme and reason. You know, so <laughs> it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And, we, we, I must say, I must say, we do have our issues with immigration and non-legal immigration, but nothing to compare with the numbers, uh, even relatively. Uh, what you have here, uh, I mean, uh, millions every year. I mean, no, not just we that. Have much, 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 much less. Not just that. I'm assuming Israeli security forces and intelligence forces, you know, make an effort to to you know see backgrounds of people and their associations, where they're coming from, and who they've dealt with. I mean, here it seems like it's just open season. Anybody who walks into the country, no matter what their uh, background and affiliation is, uh, they're just allowed in, and they're <laughs> and they're demanding and getting these work visas immediately and. Uh, uh, and we're watching our country go through this whole thing. Um, but what do I know, as they say? Um, so you, is this yeah. it? This will be your final trip abroad before Rosh Hashanah, or they're, they're assigning you to Uman this year? What are they doing? <laughs> uh, they're not assigning me to Uman. They're assigning me to the Um. Uh, oh, you're coming in, you're coming in for yeah. the United, United Nations in September? There's, yeah, there's a lot of shame. The, the General Assembly, or at least Netanyahu's speech, is planned to be between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So uh, I will probably come again, and uh, if you want me, might uh, speak again. What are, what are you talking about? you got to come visit yeah. us. you got to come visit us. We're, our, our new, our, <laughs> next, next time, we'll try face-to-face. Our, our New York studio is only about a mile and a half from the U.N., so, you know, they, although, frankly, to get a mile and a half around the U.N. at that time is going to take a few hours, probably. But, <laughs> but if we could work it out, I would love yeah. to welcome you into the studio. I'll take this opportunity yeah, to wish right. you a happy, healthy, sweet New York. Tivava Khatimatova. And it's always a pleasure having you Thank on, and we really, you. we really appreciate your perspective. Todaraba Ariel Kahana. Thank you very, very much, Nachum. Shana tova to you and your listeners. Thank you so much. Senior diplomatic correspondent for Israel Hayom. You can follow him on Twitter at Arik3000, A-R-I-K-3000. He is Ariel Kahana. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
every storm is threatening and closing in He tries to fight the current but his strength wears thin Clutching his young son and daughter though he can barely swim He's no match for the sea with its mighty waves Struggling to breathe for his lives to save And hopelessly feels his daughter slip away from him Oh, with her bleeding eyes Oh, he can hear her cry Father, hold me close Cause I don't have another father When I reach out, please Don't let me go Don't let me go Father, hold me close Cause I don't have another father
חתונות, השירים, הסרטים שעורם לי בראש. אם רק ננשון ניתן ליום הזה לרדת. התרחקנו מעט, זה הזמן לדבר מקרות. איך בסוף מה שחשוב אומרים בשקט ושנינו באותה סירה קמים בחוץ יש סערה ואת אומרת בואי אליי קרוב תנחם אותי תן לי עוד סימן שיהיה טוב ותקבל אותי לא חשוב תמיד השיחות הקטנות כמו אצחות את הלב. המותר להגיד הכל, זה נשאר בינינו. ותמיד יש עוד מה לגלות, יש עוד להתקרב. וזה יפה שלא איבדנו את עצמנו. ושנינו באותה סירה, קמים בחוץ, יש סערה. ואת אומרת, בואי אליי קרוב, תנחם אותי, תן לי עוד סימן שיהיה טוב, ותקבל אותי, לא חשוב
out of Israel. It's Isaac and Rubenstein's song called Shomer Yisrael. Ataholeich from our friends at Waterbury. Umi Baladecha, brand new from Mordechai Shapiro. JM in the AM, hour number three, Wednesday morning on this 30th of August, day number 13 in the month of um, in the month of Elul. Our Elul Chesed campaign in full swing. Information about all of it, go to nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. After yesterday's conversation with the sukkah shatchan, Doc Weiss, I actually saw him uh, during the day yesterday, which is pretty funny. I don't think I've seen him in years, and I see him on the day that we had spoken by phone yesterday morning, which is pretty cool. Um... Anyway, information about donating a sukkah, information about anything that we've been talking about, uh, helping Jews in the Ukraine, helping Jews in Maui. Um, oh, we should put something up there about uh, about Florida. I don't know if there's a campaign for the West Coast of Florida with what they're going through right now. There might be. Um, we'll have to find out about that. But anyway, uh, nachomsigl.com slash chesed, nachomsigl.com slash chesed, pages in memory of Yankee Meyer. And everyone's encouraged to give and uh, be generous during this time of year as uh, we are in Elul 
and Tishrei is fast approaching. If you haven't purchased the brand new book yet about Ramilech Biederman, Around the Year with Ramilech Biederman, we spoke to Yisrael Besser about it yesterday. Go to artscroll.com. Again, go to artscroll.com. Use promo code radio for major savings and free shipping. Go to artscroll.com. Get the brand new book. You won't regret it. There's a lot of amazing material in there, as you heard me discuss yesterday. I'm very enthusiastic about so much of what I read in that book already. So check it out and enjoy. More coming up at JM in the AM with Shalak Rock. The times are tough for everyone. Tragedy, he's all around. How long can we endure it? When will it end? Obstacles and illnesses spread amongst us every day. Seems like sadness reigns, the skies are so gray. If you want God to answer your prayers, pray for someone else. Pray that they succeed in all their tasks. If you want God to answer your prayers, pray for someone else. Perhaps he will answer you as well. Bills piling up, the rent is due. Food costs rising, nothing new. Part of the everyday routine. Nerves are tense, tempers flare. Negativity everywhere. We can overcome it. If we just stay calm If you want God to answer your prayers Pray for someone else Pray that they succeed in all they do If you want God to answer your prayers Pray for someone else Perhaps he will fulfill your needs too Solomon and Schlockrock. Song is called Pray for Someone Else. JM in the AM. 
Wednesday morning, August the 30th, the 13th day in the month of Elul. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Much appreciated. Final uh, week before Labor Day. Uh, next week, Steve Adelsberg is going to join us live in studio. And the following week on September the 11th, Jay Booksbaum, uh, the uh, world's most uh, celebrated kosher wine connoisseur, he's going to be joining us live in studio as well. So lots of great stuff coming up as we approach the brand new year and get set for a brand new season. Believe it or not, on the on the day of Erev Rosh Hashanah, which is um, two weeks from Friday, that'll be the official 40th anniversary of JM and the AM. We, earlier in the season, as you remember, we announced it on the air, Matis had calculated that we exceeded 10,000 JM and the AMs, which I honestly still can't, I still can't get over. <laughs> but... Um, Another significant milestone is coming up. Erev Rosh Hashanah, two weeks from Friday. It'll be uh, the official 40th anniversary, and we'll start and we'll kick off our 40th anniversary with that here at JM in the AM. Uh, Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, we found out about the Bergen County Girls Flag Football League, and we were thrilled to hear that girls from our community were participating. Obviously, uh, we understand the importance of uh, playing sports, exercise, getting out there. I mean, post-COVID or not post-COVID, it's such a vital thing. We all know this at this point uh, for our youth. And uh, then on top of that, those of us who appreciate organized sports, there's a whole other element to that. Teamwork, being together, having the back of teammates, etc., etc., etc. The founder of the Bergen County Girls Flag Football League is our good friend Ken Goffstein and uh, Ken is making an effort to uh, really invite girls from all communities to participate including our community. Those of you who may be in or near Bergen County you may want to consider this uh, for your daughter as um, as they get set for the fall brand new season. Ken Goffstein a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you Nahum. Really appreciate the opportunity. How did you know that this thing would be a hit? How did you know that uh, there'd be such a great response when you started the Bergen County Girls Flag Football League? Hmm. Well, uh, we we knew that there was a need. In fact, uh, having previously found the Bergen County Boys Flag Football League, uh, I was approached by the NFL flag uh, community the, uh, head office which is we're under the auspices of the NFL flag uh, community. And they said, uh, you know, we, we think that there's a big need now for girls flag football in your area. Wow. It's uh, it's a growing sport. Uh, the girls are getting involved uh, uh, exponentially. And uh, now there's a lot of high schools that are uh, competing in girls flag football. And in fact, uh, just this past spring, uh, New Jersey uh, crowned their first uh, girls flag football league uh, champion, Ridgewood High School, in, <laughs> which is in Bergen County. So there is uh, there there's a lot of activity in that area, both within and outside our community. Ah, so you got some ringers in the county. Uh, and you heard what I said earlier during the intro. I mean, obviously, exercise is you know pretty well known how important that is for our kids and obviously any type of physical activity, especially for our kids in our community who are spending so much time in school on a regular basis. All of that is really important. But then there's another element 
uh, you know, you toss in the teamwork and you toss in that whole experience of, you know, achieving a goal, pursuing a goal and achieving a goal with a team. And you've uh, incorporated a whole other element uh, into our youth. What could you tell us about the benefits of a girl playing in this league? Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, uh, that that probably is the main aspect of this is getting them active, getting them out. Uh, now there are girls, you know, in our community. In fact, I've come up with parents saying, you know, well, my daughter's playing soccer, my daughter's right. doing uh, softball, this type of thing. But, but the, the flag football is what, what's great about fo- the, the game of football itself is it involves skills and, uh, um, elements of it that you can use within other sports. Right. It's like an all encompassing game football and, um, uh, the hand eye coordination, all of it. Yeah. And, and, but the exercises, yeah, it's, it's vital and it's great. And, uh, it was great when we started the spring season to get uh, the girls out there and, and just see them, you know, getting exercise. And that's part of why we're getting good feedback. Ken Goffstein's with us, founder of the Bergen County Girls Flag Football League. All right, give us some of the details, Ken. When does the fall season start? So the fall season will kick off, and this will be great for uh, people that might be listening that might want to enroll their girls but not sure. September 10th, Sunday, September 10th, is the opening uh, week, and we will start with a clinic uh, where if girls want to come down to the clinic, it's going to be a free clinic on September 10th. Girls who might want to just try it out, not sure, want to get an idea of what's going on, what it's all about, the flag, the whole flag football league. Uh, we're going to have a clinic run by an elite football coach by the name of Ray Citrullo and his staff. Ray has worked with some of the top elite football players in North Jersey and uh, he ran our spring clinic, and uh, he got uh, we got a lot of great feedback for from it. So this is a great opportunity to come down September 10th. Uh, it will start with a clinic. Obviously, the following we'll, we're going all our games are on Sundays. So the following Sunday, September 17th, obviously we're off for the uh, Rosh Hashanah, and then September 24th, the regular season will begin before we take two weeks off. Off for Sukkot, and uh, the um, season goes till when? November nineteenth. Oh, pretty reasonable. The Sunday before, yeah. yeah Sunday yeah, before, before Thanksgiving. Before it gets crazy. Correct. The, before it gets crazy cold out there. Yeah. Before the weather <laughs> weather really kicks in. And what does this cost parents? Uh, what what do families have to commit in order to be part of this? So the cost for this season this this year, obviously with the holidays, it's a little bit shortened. We're running an eight week season. It's $225, um, but having said that, nobody will be turned away for lack of funds. We all we do have. Uh, in fact, we're going to have we're going to start a fundraiser uh, a couple weeks into the season, and then in addition to that, there are outlets for uh, applying, like for scholarship money, that type of thing. So. Um, but two twenty five is the fee. All right, it seems pretty reasonable. I think it's around what people pay in general uh, for these extracurricular activities. Uh, information yeah. at bergengirls.com. I'm assuming all the info's there for registration for more information about the league, correct? 
Correct. Bergen. Yep, you can go register. Yeah, yeah. Ber- bergengirls.com. Again, bergengirls.com for those of you who want to explore this further. And it's really yet another opportunity for our kids to get out there, uh, you know, become active or more active, I should say. And uh, and the additional uh, factor is uh, participating in team sports. That's just um, uh, it's indescribable, uh, the benefits that one can get from that. And uh, obviously there have been uh, a lot of great team sports and team leagues uh, in the area. Uh, this is yet another one and one that we should take advantage of uh, for the girls in our community for whom it's a good fit. Bergengirls.com, Bergengirls.com. Where's the clinic, by the way? What city in Bergen County does that take place in? So all the games and the clinic are at Hackensack Middle School in Hackensack, New Jersey. Hmm. And it sounds very like, close to teenage. And 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 it sounds like they, if it's one of these public middle schools, it sounds like uh, they probably have a, a good facility for all this, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a turf field. Oh wow! And uh, there's a big difference between playing on turf and grass. No also. question about yeah. that. All right, Ken Goffstein, uh, founder of the Bergen County Girls Flag Football League, um, invites uh, all the girls in our community. By the way, we should mention what's the ages? Age from when to when? So the, our league is kindergarten through eighth grade. Invites all girls K through eight to explore and commit to the uh, Bergen County Girls Flag Football League information, bergengirls.com. Again, bergengirls.com. Ken Goffstein, good luck with the league this fall and a happy, healthy, and sweet new year to you. Same to you, Nachum. Appreciate the opportunity. Our pleasure, and good luck with this. Uh, the more we could do for our kids in this area, the better. More, and I don't mean geographic area, I mean the area of uh, fitness and sports. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Berachamim tashuv V'tishkon betocha Ka'asher dibata Ka'asher dibata
morgen Ich habe dir zu noch ein Tag שנים ביחד בדרכים, בגלויות ומלחמות רואים ניסים, כאיש אחד ולא לבד אנחנו עם סגולה. תראה זה לא חלום, מאז ועד היום, לב של יהודי פועם בכל מקום, בן יחיד ומיוחד בכל פינה. כי אני נסיך בן מלך, זוכר בכל הדרך, עצר צועק בגאווה. יש לי מלב נשבר, גדולות ונפלאות עדיין מספר, גם אם אויבים קמים עלינו לא נבחר. ותמיד בלב, נרגיש שאתה אוהב, יודעים זה לטובה וגם אם קצת כואב, הבנו כבר הכל אבל עם ישראל אותך. כי אני נסיך בן מלך, זוכר בכל הדרך, את זה צועק בגאווה. יש לי כה... Berenholtz with uh, Amskula here at JM in the AM. Nachmi Glauber had Bone Olam. You heard the Otata um, Bikarov done by Sandy Shmoyli to open up that set here at JM in the AM. Welcome to a Wednesday. It is a JM in the AM broadcast. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter... Um, 
just write to Avrami, af at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's af at NahumSiegel.com. Uh, yeah. And Avrami will take very good care of you. Check out the Chesed page on our website, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. Uh, information about the Sukkah Shadchan, about helping the Jews in Maui. Uh, about our friends at Renewal with kidney donation and so many other things are up there, including the link to help Jews of the Ukraine before uh, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Again, NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. NahumSiegel.com slash Chesed. The page is a um, page in honored memory of Yanki Meyer, whose uh, friendship, leadership, Incredible commitment to the community and more is missed every single day. More coming up. It's JM in the AM with Journeys from volume number five. Growing up, I watched my mama Doing laundry in the sink And my brother's clothes and mine Were kind of tattered But we had love and we had faith And there was laughter in our home So I guess we had the only things that mattered Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Be it smooth, be it rough You just can't say it enough Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem Nothing much has changed as the days and years flew by If it wasn't sad, you'd say it's kind of funny <laughs> Though I surely can't proclaim That I've tried my very best Just like my folks, I'm not too good at making money But Hashem knows what He's doing It's His world after all Why waste time in useless second-guessing? All the trials and tribulations are but means to help us grow. So instead of counting money, count your blessings. Be it smooth, be it rough, you just can't say it enough. Baruch Hashem, There was a time not long ago I'm not too proud to say When I resented the good fortune of my friends How I wish I could take back The envy and the pain As it brought me less than nothing in the end But I've cast aside that burden I'm happy and I'm free Growing up taught me a thing or two now I go around with my guitar and sing for all to hear. 
grass is mighty green on my side too. Six hundred people in my little town When they came on that cold winter day I remember the crying, the running, the smoke And the boxcars that took us away on to each other and spoke words of hope hiding the terror inside there were six hundred people in my little town but I only I would survive The fresh morning bread that I'd buy for Mama each day. Henyek the baker would first pinch my cheek, then hand me a kichel and say, we owe it to him. He made our so very sweet and wherever life leads you never forget see his good to our wine I and I were two of a kind like brothers the very best of friends playing all day in the streets of the shtetl growing from boys into men we would carry water to all of the shops for only five grosh in a pail but first we learned Toyota in our little shul an hour or two without fail I'll never forget when 
Set, Henyik baked the sweets, Schneiderman finished the gown. Laughter and joy could be felt in the air with music and all through the
Really Dickman with Leave Note by It from Journeys Volume Number Five, My Little Town and Baruch Hashem. You just can't say it enough and how true that is. Well, on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, which is our home base, um, they have announced their plans for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And those of you who are in the area or have friends and relatives in Lower Manhattan, let them know um, about the latest news from the Bialystoker Shul. The Bialystoker Shul and our son and Yom Kippur are going to be featuring our dear friend, Cantor Joel Kaplan, the Cantor Emeritus of Congregation Beth Shalom and Lawrence. And for this year, the Chazen Rishon, the Chazen at the Bialystoker Shul in the Lower East Side. Again, please let your family and friends who are in the area know. And I hope that they will uh, take advantage come and purchase a seat and to be there for Rosh Hashanah on the um, 16th and 17th of September and Yom Kippur on the 25th of September. They'll start Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur at 8.15 in the morning. Again, the Chazen Rishon is Cantor Joel Kaplan. And if I'm not mistaken, they've also announced a Chazen Shani for Yuntif. Let me just see here. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Uh, they have um, retained uh, Rabbi Yosef Moshe Freund, who was chazen at uh, one of the congregation Hassam Sofer Shabbos events as the Baal Shachris. So Shachris, Rabbi Yosef Moshe Freund, Musaf Cantor Joel Kaplan, and again, information, you can contact the Bialystoker Synagogue. Probably the easiest way is um, via the website, literally bialystoker.org, again, that's Bialystucker.org. And again, if you know people in the area, uh, Lower Manhattan, who want a beautiful davening, if Cantor Joel Kaplan is presiding, you know it's going to be exactly that, a beautiful davening and something noteworthy for the community. JM and the AM on a, um, a Wednesday morning broadcast. We will close things out this morning with um, with this Selection from Eitan Katz at JM in the AM.
this opportunity to wish uh, the Katz family a mazal tov. Eitan uh, let us know that uh, they had a brand new baby girl just a little while ago. A couple hours ago. Mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Achena Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Wednesday here at JMM. My thanks to Ariel Kahana. My thanks to Ken Goffstein. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. Don't forget the Chesed campaign for Elul, nalchomsegel.com slash Chesed, with great recommendations of different causes to support during this time of year. Have a fabulous wet, no live lunch today. Yassi Zweig will hopefully return tomorrow. He's a drop under the weather. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nalchomsegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.